0: Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Marts. Brady Marts knows that you got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Marts is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services, so... Contact Brady Marks to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you, and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey everybody, welcome to the official Do Good Better Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby, and of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes those experts happen to lead small and medium-sized nonprofits exactly like our guest today, Roxana McKenna. She is the executive director of Safety Village of South Dakota. Welcome to the official Do Good Better Podcast. Well,
1: thank you, and thank you for having me today.
0: Very excited to chat with you, uh, very excited to learn uh, about Safety Village. Myself as being accident prone and as an adult uh, leads me to believe that this is a very important message to pass on to my children uh, as they grow up. So for those who are very interested in what you do, they're looking through iTunes and Spotify and YouTube, but they don't necessarily know all the details. Roxana, why don't you give a 5,000 foot view on who you are, what you do, and why we're talking today.
1: Absolutely. I am Roxana McKenna, of course, and I'm the executive director of the Safety Village of South Dakota. We're a small organization, but we are somewhat mighty. Uh, we do that with the partnerships of many of our first responders and other uh, nonprofit uh, safety organizations within our community. Uh, One of the things that uh, we focus on, obviously, are children um, and the messages that we give are safety messages for these children. We do this in several age groups. We also do this um, in many different formats. Uh, So hopefully, our our goal really is to reduce the number of injuries within the state of South Dakota and uh, try to somehow make those numbers go in a more positive direction.
0: I love that. What type of injuries are you most sort of concentrating on, right? So there's a million ways that my kids can get injured. Where is the kind of the best route where Safety Village concentrates on uh, that you can kind of uh, work through?
1: Perfect. Well, one of the things that we do is, is safety fairs. So we do this with our safety partners, and it's usually a several hour fair where individuals can bring their kids. Uh, we've, we've opted to change this from just a child opportunity to a family opportunity, because we believe that the more uh, the family knows about safety for their children, obviously the better uh, or, or better paired that child will possibly be. Uh, We do this with with fairs, and the the fairs are really where we have uh, tables of many different partners, our police officers, our fire department. Um, We have emergency medical comes out. I could just continue to name 911. Uh, All of them come out, and they have a specific message that they talk to the children and the families about. So this is just one of the ways that we communicate. Um, This year, we're doing it on June 4th, and we're actually going to do it at Thunder Road, which is a... um, it's kind of a family fun recreation area. They have go-karts and all those kinds of things. Um, but we're going to do it there. And we're going to have a lunch with our heroes. Um, we consider our first responders in our community our heroes. Uh, one of the other things that we do, and and this is really all family um, age groups we also do a heroes camp our heroes camp are for 11 to 13 year olds and they get to spend two full days with the first responders in our community so that's kind of where we we gravitate towards that name of the heroes um they get to come in and our uh sea falls police department comes in and we do a uh different types of um team building, obstacle courses. We learn how to, uh, to prepare us for the next days activities. We learn how to cast a footprint. We'll talk more about that. Uh, we then have 911 and the ambulance comes in and they get to talk and go around them the, the vehicles. They learn about what it is that they do um, and how they're important to our community. We then get the bomb squad, the canine unit, the SWAT team and the motorcycle police come in the the, in the afternoon and the kids get to learn more about their jobs and ask questions and, again, become comfortable with our heroes. The next day they come in and we do a mock crime investigation lab uh, where we teach them how to do fingerprints and uh, what DNA is and why that's important. We then create, because I also have a safety house here at our our location, uh, and we create a mock crime. And that mock crime, they get to decide who, uh, you know, who done it. Basically, is what it is. So we teach them how to to find all of those uh, clues, and then the police also become the actors and re, you know, recreate this and and so on. We the fire department comes in, uh, emergency medical comes in. They're, they teach a little bit about water safety and so on. So it's a it's a wonderful two day program. Uh, And that kind of covers that age group. And then we also do a uh, crash car repair and teen safety uh, program. Uh, This allows 14 to 18 year olds because in our state, 14 year olds are able to drive. Uh, so, 14 to 18 year olds, they come in and they learn how to do basic car maintenance, how to change a tire, how to fill an air you know tire with air. We then put on a mock crime scene, and we have a panel of first responders: the trauma nurse, the ambulance, the fire department. They talk to the kids about what would happen if this accident were to case. They use the jaws of life to show them how that that would you know be. Um, we also talk to them about. Safety and driving for winter, of course, in South Dakota, you know, you've got that issue. Uh, But we also talk to them about summer driving and out on the gravel roads because we have a lot of issues with uh, our team drivers in the state. So these are just a couple of the programs that we do. I could go on because we do um, quite a few more. Um, But uh, and part of that crash team is also the. impaired and distracted driving and we use goggles and um they get hands-on to to get that feeling of that. So so again, these are a lot of the things that we do. Um, but really our goal is just simply to help kids and teens make better and safer choices uh, when presented with that, you know, with that opportunity.
0: I think one of the cool things about being a nonprofit leader is that there's always a success story that you get to lean upon when Things get busy, things get complicated, things get frustrating as somebody who's got to be in charge of fundraising and marketing and everything, especially small nonprofits, right? What's the one story that you go back to all the time that reminds you that, oh, this is why I do what I do, and this is why I love what I do, and that you can sort of share uh, with us?
1: Absolutely. I have a a team. He's he's a team now. Uh, But uh, when he first started uh, coming to our heroes camp, his name's Jackson, and and we love Jackson. Jackson uh, came to every one of our heroes camp because Jackson wants to be uh, either a police officer or some type of a first responder uh, when he gets older. But it makes me it it gives me the feeling of what I do is so important because he kept coming back. His mom said he has such a great time. But he's learning, he's learning and he's wanting to make a difference in our community. And I guess if if we can, you know, again, help that one child teen uh, make that, that choice to make a difference in our community, or if we help that child or ch- team to make a good safe choice in, in something that might be presented to them, uh, we are doing our job and it makes me come to work and be thankful that I'm able to do this every day.
0: What part of the challenge of uh, running an organization like this, like what's one of the bigger challenges that you've run into recently and how on earth did you overcome said challenge? <sighs> One of the biggest
1: challenges is um, I came into the organization, um, I'm, I'm rather new, uh, three years uh, under my belt with the organization, but they they had a lot of really great ideas on things to, that they wanted to do, but not a lot of them were implemented yet. And so my biggest challenge as the office of one um, that does, like you just mentioned, absolutely everything for the organization. Um, my biggest challenge is just Simply trying to prioritize what it is that I need to accomplish and what comes first, what do I need to do first and you know I honestly do that on a daily basis, uh, because each day will present a different uh, you know challenge or possibly an opportunity, and it gives me the opportunity to. to look at that on a, on a daily basis so yeah I'm, I'm always planning ahead but every day is going to create a challenge or an opportunity for me to to move the organization forward
0: I think one of the uh, the cool things about chatting with nonprofit leaders is that everybody kind of comes in at a different time everybody comes at a different level of experience as somebody who has come into an organization that's been around for a very long time came in three years ago. For somebody who's just starting out, is there a tip or a trick or a piece of advice that you would give somebody who is maybe starting as an executive director or a leader within the nonprofit that's been or that is joining an organization that's been around for a while?
1: Yeah, I think I do. Um, you know, one of the things that that I that I did to, to get into the this is I learned absolutely everything that I could. I talked to all of our safety partners. I, I immersed myself. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to be trained for my, my position. Um, the executive director prior to me had left prior to them hiring me. So, you know, it, it really, the best thing I can give as a, suggestion um, is simply to just dive in learn what you're doing learn why it's important in the community talk to community members and find out what they know what i found out is that we're a really great kept secret in our community not a lot of parents know what we do and why we're here so with that understanding i am now able to have more communication more information but I think that's just it. It's just dive in. Learn absolutely everything that you can because then it's going to better equip you in making those decisions for the
0: organization. Nothing better than being a sponge of information and asking really good questions to really interesting people that maybe even influencers within your community or not. Wonderful tip uh, for, uh, for the nonprofit group. My final question though to you is, People want to uh, donate, and they want to give, and they want to volunteer, and they want to do something for Safety Village of South Dakota. How on earth did they get a hold of you, and how on earth did they give you cash? Wonderful. That's such a great opportunity for us.
1: We are uh, Safety Village of South Dakota and our website is safetyvillage.org. We have a donate button right there on the page. So it's very easy and quick for you to do. Uh, If you want to volunteer, uh, our phone number here is 605-334-7233. Or you can also send an email to info at safetyvillage.org. I would love to talk to, to more people about volunteering. And of course, we're well, always looking for the donations to help us support our programs and to do better.
0: I love it. Well, as soon as you're listening to this, uh, done listening to this podcast, everybody, uh, you should get into the show notes because that's where all of these links are. And you should click away. And while you're clicking away, Get into iTunes, click on the reviews, five stars for this show, because that's what we uh, think we should get for bringing five-star guests like Roxana McKenna of Safety Village of South Dakota. So go in there, give a like, give a review. That would be super appreciative for me. And then, of course, go back in here, click on safetyvillage.org, go uh, give some time, some talent, some treasure. And uh, thank you so much for what you do, Roxana. especially uh, genetically speaking. uh, I need some of that safety village information. Uh, Thanks so much for uh, your your influence in the community for helping uh, kids. But thank you so much for being a guest on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you so
1: much. And
0: thank you for having me. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you're go to do gooduniversity.com. That's do good y o u and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesomer: a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, Use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well, because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.